When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Netflix, your weekly guide on what to binge this week. Barney Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself. Charlie. What are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. <gasps> what are you doing here? Mace, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. I think they're worried you're going to hurt yourself. How many children are you friends with? I'm Helen Daly, and this week I'm joined by Callum Crumlish. Hey, Callum. Hello. And he has thrown in the towel on season three of Glow. That's correct. Uh, It's the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. They're back at season three, and it's really exciting. They're going bigger and better, and we're going to chat about it. Um, So I'm actually really excited for this one. Let's get straight to it. So Callum, what is Glow? So Glow follows this uh, team of ragtag uh, failed actors, actresses in the 80s who um, couldn't get any acting jobs because they didn't look conventionally you know, good looking from the 80s style, I guess. And uh, they all decided to, well, they kind of fell into wrestling, you know, which was a big macho man sport in air quotes um, back in the 80s. And they started this thing called Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling or Glow. Um, and it's uh, not problematic. No, at no. All. no. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Like that's the whole the whole thing for the show. Everything's really tongue in cheek and really close to the edge of being offensive. And the cast is really good and diverse. And there's people of all shapes, colors, sizes, everything there. And they really use that to their advantage. There's lots of. It's the eighties, right? It's the eighties wrestling. There are a lot of caricatures from different cultures and countries. So when there's a when Alison Brie who plays Ruth, uh, when she plays a uh, Russian character in her you know, glow outfit. She plays like a Russian dictator kind of thing, like very on the nose, cliched kind of... They're all a little bit too far, a little bit too obvious. Yeah, yeah, And But that's like the style of it. That's the 80s style. And uh, yeah, so they've had two seasons of really good stuff like that and fighting against the man and indeed men to get a spot on TV or a spotlight or something like that because they're women. They can't wrestle, of course not. So Um, where do we leave them at, at the end of season two and where are we at now? So season two at the end saw them getting offered a vague spot which was really cool and exciting um because that's like it still is now it's a massive deal yeah getting, big deal getting a spot in a hotel for like months at a time uh, so glow uh, season two ended with them getting on a bus basically and going off to vegas to perform in this hotel uh for three to four months they were all very excited about it and that was kind of the end but it was a bit uh oh no we need to leave our friends we need to leave our family but then you kind of see... Oh, but we're going to make loads of money. Exactly, and maybe get some recognition, etc. So um, the beginning of this season starts off with them coming to the end of their three-month tenure in that, um, which is really cool because you see their... Um, you see how they're like tired of the routine already. The first few scenes are them practicing their routine that they do every night on the trot. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you knock her out. That's great. And then you fall over. Great. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and it's all these women like running in and then go, okay, you do your bit and now run out. And they're like, but I haven't like practiced my bit. And so it's really good. You see them like done with their own performance. And they're in their like last week or so of it. Um, and yeah, you kind of see the cracks showing again. Some of the women are like a little injured. Some of them are 
developing some sort of habit or they're just sick of being in Vegas and they're all like dying for these three months to come to an end. Um, and that's kind of the crux, the, the the bouncing point for the season, because obviously we know the Glow uh, show is great. And then after that, they get given a really good offer in the in the hotel. Like maybe you guys want to stick around for a bit. And then it's this whole uh, power power shift where it's like, well, the producers are like, I definitely want to make some more money. So we're sticking around for another X amount of months or whatever. But the performers, uh, Ruth, uh, Betty, they're kind of like, well, we've had to leave our entire family, our entire home back in like Iowa or wherever it was. I don't know if I want to stick around and make this money because I've been away from home and living in a hotel room for months and months. Yeah. Um, so it's quite interesting. Um, but even though they kind of tackle these weird character developments, it's still like chock full of these weird, uh, weird comedy beats where again, you're kind of not sure if they're taking it too far <laughs> or if, you know, they're doing some really good bits like the, you know, people will do bad accents of certain cultures, like caricaturish accents of certain cultures. And then the other characters who are those from those cultures call them out and you're just watching these two people argue about what's racist and what isn't and it's just it's really funny they do it in such a really like pin perfect way it's, it's kind of good that they are like showing that big call out scene um you know there's so many we've discussed it on this podcast you know before there's so many shows and films that just don't call it out <laughs> they show these caricatures and stuff and then they, no one is calling it out so i guess that's part of the the revolutionary nature of glow that they are actually calling it out on screen absolutely and because the, the entire cast bar one is uh made up of women it's this ongoing theme of like well you know the men aren't going to let us do it but they kind of turn it into a joke and then kind of do it anyway or uh many many women are from minority backgrounds and therefore they're like well i'm not gonna be able to do this but i'm just gonna do it anyway it's this it's as of season one or two it's this constant subversion of like nah screw it like we're just going to do what we want because we can and it's really good and it continues in this season and it's just as good if not better and that's what i love about glow like mm. i'm actually a really big fan of the show and i think the the best thing about it is that these are all well you know we we use the cliche literally of strong women on screen but these are physically strong women yeah. these are actual really good role models for women mm -hmm. they're funny they're smart they're strong they take no mess from anyone mm -hmm. like i think for me that's why glow really works because it just come right at the right time in in terms of society agreed and um yeah one thing i wanted to touch on actually was the cast because mm -hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> aren't they amazing so alison brie plays ruth um and she and kinda, she's great she's unbelievable and she leads it with uh debbie egan here who plays betty so they're kind of the two front runners alongside uh marmaron which is um sam sylvia who's the director of the of the glow show but those three are just so good they they bounce off each other incredibly alison brie did she win an oscar no that was brie larson different brie um <laughs> we like brie yes <laughs> <laughs> and the cheese and the cheeses obviously um yeah, so they're all so, so good. But um, it's a bit of a shame, and I say this a lot, they're so good that they kind of overshadow the rest of the cast a little bit, even though the rest of the cast are really, really, really good as well. Um, See, do you think, because I remember watching season one and becoming low-key for the second time, obsessed with Kate Nash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. She's excellent in this. And I don't think you see much of it this season, to be honest. Like, she's in it, but I don't know if she gets as many scenes. But what I mean is, you know, like... The what you do have these really, really great leading ladies and that's fab, that's fab. You need it. Mm -hmm. You know, you do need someone to stand out aside from the ensemble cast. However, I think everyone else works. They're all like really well-rounded characters. They mm -hmm. all have their thing. Mm -hmm. And what you learn throughout is that they're all 
very different and very unusual and very weird and wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, Kate Nash. Oh, no, she's great. <laughs> they're, honestly, they're, they're all so good. You don't ever get to a scene where it's based on a specific character and you're like, oh, it's her. Like, I don't want to yeah, watch her story. Exactly. They all bring their own, like, endearing plot to it. And a couple characters get their own episodes as well, more or less, which is uh, quite nice. Um, and you kind of delve into their day-to-day routine of, again, like, they're doing the same thing every day. They wake up in this hotel, they practice, they get ready, they do this show, they get drunk, they go to sleep, they wake up. Like, that's what they've been doing day in, day out for, like, three to four months and you start seeing that take some tolls which is really cool it is quite netflix oh for sure (laughs) you know a couple weeks ago we were talking about orange is the new black where you see these women in prison they're doing the same thing every day and obviously there is a dramatic incident but yeah you fall in love with all the other characters you don't just love piper and alex you love absolutely everyone and um i think that's one thing that netflix has really honed in on is this ensemble cast we've seen it before with the umbrella academy um the OA to an extent, mm. you know, what else? There's quite a All few. All sorts, you know, like, there's the Riverdales, the, even the things they like buy out from stuff. Yeah, the society. The Riverdale that worked society really well. was really good. Um, the out something. No, that might be something else. Then I made that up. Well, why do you think that Netflix are doing this with the ensemble casts? It's, it, it sort As of opposed helped. to like a, a soul drama. Mm. Well, I think that's kind of been, we still get that on like BBC and ITV and stuff, don't we? We get the, you know, we're following this really boots on the ground police detective yeah (laughs) whether whether it's male or female like yeah it's cool and it's interesting when it when it is but when it isn't it's just like oh come on like another mystery whatever so it was stuff like things like glow and um the society you have such a huge cast and it's so diverse everyone's interesting everyone's really different and it's just interesting to watch and people can relate to more characters and also people can be introduced to different cultures or subplots or things like that with new different interesting characters um so that's what i think they're pushing probably and uh again with their like even things like queer eye and um uh, tales from the city they're pushing every kind of avenue of life and it just yeah. makes it makes it for better tv doesn't it we get every kind of angler tv in this in this uh, from this uh, streaming service now so it's like it's a lot it's a lot better. And I think as well, you know, just the binging mm. kind of culture and nature of Netflix, you can have an ensemble cast and you can watch a couple of episodes and understand exactly who it is. Like if you put Glow um kind of out weekly on I don't know, probably Channel mm. Four, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um you couldn't follow it really, because yeah. you you'd keep forgetting who all the characters Pretty are. Snappy. Whereas yeah, keeping it all in one, like letting you rinse through it all. You, you can actually relate to the characters a lot more and, yeah. and actually just remember them. <laughs> yeah, and, and on that as well, I forgot how, not short because, you know, let me finish my thought. I forgot how um, long each, each of the Glow episodes were. So they're like 30 minutes, 35. It's a good length. It's a good length because I'm used to like the 45 episode, like, you know, American-based uh, serial dramas that are like 22 episodes, 45 minutes each. These 30, 35 minute episodes are fantastic because we binged the entire third season in like an evening and it was awesome it was like a really long movie and that's what you want as soon as we started we actually couldn't stop we were like oh we'll chuck on a few and then we'll watch something we just watched the whole thing yeah um and it was so refreshing to have like 35 minutes of good solid tv with no fat to cut out it was just excellent um and on top of that i feel like they've doubled down on their aesthetic it's this whole 80s neon synthwave outrun-esque thing is happening big style at the moment, which I'm very, very happy they about. They are running with it. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> um, and uh, they have like doubled down in, in glow and it's really cool. Everything is full of vibrant colors, really huge contrasts um, from the 
you know, the opening credits, the closing credits, everything's bright and beautiful and 80s and over the top and neon. gawky and neon. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. And they've really done really well for this season on it. Um, so it's really good as well when you have something that's so well written and performed as well as so good looking. One of the things I was wondering, we had this discussion with Stranger Things, is whether you think that Glow would work in the 90s, in the noughties. Yeah, I, so they're kind of getting into that. Um, so it starts off with a pivotal, uh, I'm not going to mess, I'm not going to ruin anything, but it starts off with like a pivotal uh, space race kind of thing in America. And it's a real big deal for everyone. And the whole episode is kind of based around that. Um, and yeah, you can see that the time is moving along. Like they've obviously been there for another year or whatever. And yeah, I don't know if those characters would go into the 90s, but maybe if they were like mentors or something, the 90s characters would definitely do it because then that was that was prime wrestling time, right? Do you remember WWE back in the 90s? It was I just, remember it being there. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was rife. Every, everyone was talking about it. So yeah, it would be over the top. It would be cool. I'd be into it. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be an interesting debate, to, you know, because when I think of wrestling, I think of like sweaty men, like mm. battling it out in a ring. I don't really think of women. I do now because of glow. Sure. So I think it would be quite interesting to bring in, you know, the WWE side mm. of things and show the women having that kind of struggle to, yeah. to get noticed now that the men are really like successful again. And now that they're like real Vegas performers or such, um, they sort of met again, I'm not spoiling anything, but they, they're sort of met with new troubles and worries where they're like well maybe i want to go home and be a mom maybe i want to get a husband who works and you know this is the 80s so bear with me but they, <laughs> they're like oh you know maybe we want to go and get a husband who works all the time and i'm just going to stay at home and have a child you know and they start tackling these sort of existential 80s problems that women i suppose just 80s had. things yeah just 80s <laughs> things um and it's really interesting because for two seasons flat they've been running at this goal of like, we're going to be wrestlers and we're going to be famous and we're going to be these amazing women. And now they're kind of like, oh, maybe I want a child. Maybe I want to settle down and not wrestle every night, you know? But like, that's the thing. Like, that's the whole point of feminism. Exactly, like, yeah. As the woman here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like Glow very much shows women who like actually want to do like what they want to do. If they want to go and have a kid, that's fine. Let them yeah, go yeah. and have a kid. You know, if they want to wrestle for a living, fine, let them wrestle. Yeah. And I think that's one of the really great things why, you know, I'm coming back to the point about them being such good role models. I mm -hmm. think that's one of the things that makes it yeah. such a good role model, um, role model show. Is that yeah. the thing? Yes, it's a good role model show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, as a man watching, obviously, like it's, I can see that. Uh, and it's, I was watching my fiance and she was exactly like that. She said, like, it's good that they're showing all all aspects of this. Like, well, what do I want to do? Like, is this what I want to do forever? Or do I want to get, you know, it's, it's just good and refreshing to have each of the characters not know exactly what they want. And they're flitting between maybe I want this, maybe I want that. It's really good. It was so good. Like, it was so engaging. I can't get over like how I think season two was so long ago. Like, was it a year ago, two it years ago? It feels like ages ago, yeah. I forgot like how good and snappy the writing is and it's just really, really enjoyable. So we're saying that Glow season three is more Grow oh, season three. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I had to, I had to. Um, so, you know, without spoiling too much, what was kind of your highlight, you know, best character kind of development, et cetera, for season three? Um, I always love Alison Brie. I think she's fantastic um, on and off screen. She's really, really good. But... Um, Sam Sylvia's plotline this season with his daughter. So he's, as you know, he's failed, failed screenwriter, failed, whatever, kind of failed, kind of not. Um, his daughter now wants to be a screenwriter. So she kind of writes a screenplay and he's kind of like, yeah, I'll, I'll give her a look or whatever. 
And uh, to his surprise, like it's, he's like, oh my God, you, you've written something magical here. So then there's this really good moment where he's not like the traditional father figure. He's just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, good. Like, whatever. You can get on with it in your own life. Um, but there's this really good arc where he's like doing everything tooth and nail to get producers and directors to look at her screenplay. And it's really endearing because you see a real side of Sam that you haven't seen in over two seasons. Uh, over two seasons. Um, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> bit lame of me to choose the only male in the show to, to be my favorite wow. arc but here we are <laughs> really sorry how stereotypical of yeah, you I know. um yeah no i think uh, i think glow season three you know it's it's always going to be a popular one and i really hope that um netflix push it because i, I feel like with season two they didn't really push it and season yeah. one was so hyped mm-hmm. and it did really well mm-hmm. so i was really like, kind of disheartened to see that season two wasn't pushed as as much and I wonder, will they do the same with season three? Well, I don't know. So I put this down. I We haven't yet had a fourth season announced, mm. but we also haven't yet had it cancelled. But if it goes the way of Santa Clarita Diet, which came out season three or four, I forget, was amazing, was maybe the best season they've done, really critically acclaimed, uh, viewer acclaimed, like everyone loved it. And then a week later, it got cancelled. Yeah. Um, I just really hoping it doesn't go this way. Do you for think Glow. they're waiting to see what the season three reaction I, is? I would say so, because I think that's how Netflix roll at the moment. Even with Umbrella Academy, maybe that was their runaway hit for the year. But even that, they waited a month to announce the season two, you know? Yeah, they did, actually. They, they do seem to be like airing on the side of caution a little yeah. bit at the minute. Um, and with, you know, uh, subscription costs going up, I guess someone's like tightening the purse strings a little bit. Um, I really hope they do another one, because like you said, there, there aren't many if any, TV shows that are based around women, solely women, who are doing all sorts of things and they're all shapes and sizes and every uh, from every background imaginable. It's, um, I really hope they do a full season because it's so good TV, man. Like, uh, other than that, like, it's such good TV. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like I said, we watched the whole season in one evening. It's so good. You, you need to get out. I know. You, no. must, <laughs> you must get out. <laughs> no, but, you know, it is a shame. And, you know, speaking on female-led ensemble casts, mm. They've just cancelled Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And I, I can't help but feel they might be a bit of an uproar if they cancel yeah. Glow as well. Because then that's too. Nothing else has come into mind exactly. immediately. Um, yeah, no, but you, you don't want them to go too far with it. And mm. I think, can you can you see it coming to an end? Um, it's kind of left in a way that it could and it couldn't. But it, it was also like that with season two, I think. It was given that. Um, ambiguous oh we're going off to vegas and if if it ended there it would have been like well you know they went to vegas and they were successful they did et cetera. It, yeah. yeah and it's sort of the similar similar mm. ending in this season um so yeah it literally it sounds like a very kind of deliberate move yeah it's a very netflix ending whereas it could go literally either way and you just got to accept it either way i think you know there is a big fan base out for it and i think we could see some hashtag save glow mm. campaigns glow up <laughs> we we will save glow yeah yeah we'll save glow <laughs> So Callum, I believe that you have prepared a game. This so you, is very unlike you. Yes. Yeah, so usually you're the uh, the trickster in the in the team, and you get to you know write out the games. But I this, feel nervous. <laughs> uh, this episode, I wanted to bring a game of my own, and I thought we were, thought we should try and glow up our other TV shows. Um, so I, I like want it. to get our gorgeous ladies of women from all of TV, and you know, amass a wrestling team that we would have, well, we would enjoy watching on TV from all TV. You know, old or new, whatever. All of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I like the idea. So how many are we having on the team? Let's just let's just get a couple out and see where <laughs> we go. Let's do 75. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
the first person that come to my head honestly mm-hmm. is prairie from the oa okay yeah oh, sh- yeah sh- like <laughs> well she knows everything yeah. she's powerful she will kill you <laughs> she'll probably kill you yes but i mean it has to be staged as well but she has like a yeah. flair for the dramatic so i think that would work mm-hmm. my first pick is uh cheryl blossom from riverdale because i knew you got riverdale I, i'm sorry um she remember that time in riverdale i can't remember if you watch it watch it you don't do you I famously don't watch it. Do you remember that time in Riverdale where she was being chased by an axe murderer, genuinely, uh, ran into her back garden, and then when the axe murderer got out there, she had put on a cape and started wielding a bow and arrow. Then she shot him with the bow and arrow, and then was like, that's what you get for messing with me. And so that's who I'm having, because she's already extra enough to just be in a wrestling team. So Riverdale. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) so good. Um, I think sticking on the Netflix theme and because I'm like mad into it at the minute, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to put someone from Orange is the New Black in. Sure. Probably, ooh, would I go Piper? Would she be dramatic enough? Would I go Suzanne? Because I love Suzanne. We could throw both in and just see what happens. I'd take the whole cast <laughs> of Orange is the New Black and give them a new show. Maybe that's the 90s glow. You just get them out of prison and put them into a failing wrestling team yeah that's like the new rehabilitation methods that'd be really good yeah i think you know these are obviously they're all incredibly strong women Mm. in orange is the new black and i think they would be perfect piper (laughs) i've gone piper go for piper change my mind um I feel like my your choices are realistic and mine are not. Um, I'm going to go for Vanya from Umbrella Academy. I knew you would do this. I she, was waiting for this. She has like the pyrotechnics literally inside her body already. So she can just stand up and literally glow. So I think that would be invaluable for the... It'd save money on the, you know, in the budget at least. Yeah, but would she go too far? Like you need to catch her when she's being like controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you're going to put on a good show, you've got to go whole hog, you know? <laughs> you got to bleed for your art. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> um, I have to bring in someone from outside of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Daenerys. Okay. <laughs> Is that with or without dragons? Uh, with. Okay. Like potentially Mad Queen Daenerys. Okay. Jon like, Snow on a chain behind her. Yeah. Incredibly yep. dramatic. Mm-hmm. Incredibly like boss ass. Mm-hmm lady <laughs> and um but yeah i think she is the one she's what well, um, would she kill everyone i don't know <laughs> but then john snow's there so it's fine yeah and i think if we just throw in megan barton hansen as well for good measure then oh i love her yeah, yeah. That, she'd be great in a wrestling team <laughs> love island megan <laughs> lovely great So that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us to chat about Glow. And here's hoping we get a fourth season, right? Yes, absolutely. And if you liked what you've been listening to, please subscribe, comment, tell your friends and uh, join in with the debate on Twitter at NetflixPod, where we'll be teasing details of our next episode, Helen. Yes, Callum. So next week, um, I have remembered what it is. Thank God. <laughs> it's Mindhunter season two. Um, so Callum, did you watch the first episode? Uh, the first season? Sorry. First season, yeah. Not the first episode of season two. Yeah, yeah I've seen, seen the first season. It is absolutely brilliant. It's, you know, full of serial killers and psychology and FBI. And it's incredibly cool. And honestly, it's probably the best show on Netflix that you've not seen yet. Okay. Okay, great. Yes. I'm in. So we're going to be talking about that next week. I think we're going to be joined by Neela Debnath again. And Callum, you in? I'm getting married. Callum will not be in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. So tune in next week for that one. And thanks for listening.